Trey Styles on Promo Kings Radio Podcast on all major platforms. What up, what up, what up? It's your homie, Trey Styles, your favorite promoter's favorite promoter. And this is Promo Kings Radio Worldwide. And you know I'm giving it up to all the special talent all over the world. And tonight is not different. It's about my homie, Jace Janae. What up? Yeah, what's up, Trey? How you doing? Come on, I, I try hard to say your shit right, so I think I captured it. Know what I mean? Oh, yeah, you got it. You got I it. I think right. I got that shit. Know what I mean? So we here right now. Yo. Yes, sir. First of all, thank you for, you know what I'm saying, just taking out your time. Know what I mean? I know you in the studio cooking up some more heat for them. Know what I mean? But, yo, this this phone call is due. It's long overdue because you walking around with top talent, like talent, talent, like well, production, like lyrics, this cadence hooks all of that and i need the world to know who you are i need the i need the world to really like know what i mean zoom in on what you got going on so that's why i'm here and that's why i got this platform but enough about what i got going on it's all about you right now 
So um, let's start it off. Where are you from? So I was born in Great Lakes, Illinois, but my hometown, I got to claim Swansboro, North Carolina. That's where I spent a lot of my time growing up. Okay. So that's that's the hometown. Where's that at? Swansbury, North Carolina? That's close to where? It is. Uh, Swansboro, yeah, it's close to Jacksonville. It's uh, near a military base. I was a military child, so we lived out close by the beach on the East Coast. You say it's close to Jacksonville, Florida? No, North Carolina. Oh, I didn't know it was a. I never knew it was a Jacksonville, North Carolina. That's the first I know, time I, I ever heard of that. Jacksonville, and they don't know what I'm talking about. It ain't Florida. First yeah, the first North of all, Carolina. yeah, I never, I never knew that. Though you just, you just schooled me to some, to some shit right there. So <laughs> growing up, um, and then you also was in VA. Yeah, that's that's where I most recently lived before I uh, moved to where I'm at now. Uh, I spent about two years out of VA in the seven five seven area uh, after I graduated college. Okay, so you what, what school you went to? Uh, I went to Barton College in North Carolina. It's uh, uh, Wilson, North Carolina. Okay, and then I moved up to VA. What made you move to VA? Uh, honestly. I, I had different plans around the time I graduated. I really wanted to go work for NPR okay. in D.C., but I graduated around when COVID was like in prime. You know what I mean? So I was kind of lost at what I was going to do, but my mom, she stays out, out in the Suffolk area, so I was like, you know what, I'm going to go stay with moms Okay, figure this out. <laughs> so your mom's is in VA then? Yeah. Okay, dope, dope. Big up to your moms for bringing you out here. Know what I mean? Most definitely. Who was your first person to put you on to hip hop? To put me on, um, uh, my my parents for sure, and also my uncle, my uncle Andre. He do music too, so he's probably like the first person I knew of in my family, or you know, relatively close to me that was involved with music. Okay, so he exposed you to certain certain music that you didn't hear before. Yeah, because he was a rapper, and then, you know, my, my parents, they listened to a lot of, you know, a lot of the, the, the older music, so I got exposed to all types of, all types of sounds. <laughs> yeah, I can hear that in your, um, in your songs. I could definitely hear the soulful sound, and I can hear the turn up, turn up, um, sound also. So yeah, I could yeah. see, I could see that definitely, so, um, you say your parents, like, what, what kind of, like, soulful music they was playing in the house? I mean, not necessarily like like the soulful, like the oldies or anything, but I listened to a lot of Destiny's Child. Okay, so they was playing all of that. Yeah, you know. Around that time. Yeah. And then my dad, uh, uh, he listened to stuff like Life Jennings. Okay, so you was catching the vibe. Like D'Angelo and all of those artists. Yup. Okay. Mm -hmm, That real pain stuff, so I was real into that. That's dope. That's dope. That's dope. Um, what what do you think is your top five artists that you get your inspiration from? If you had to take these five artists, would they make your sound? Oh, that's a good question. Come on, I'm a, I really do this shit. I don't play around on this journalist type shit. I'm really I really do this. Top five. Well, first first person that come to mind is Missy Elliott. Okay. Sure. She was like definitely one what, of the first artists what, and female artists that really like captured my attention. What do I you, really love her. What do you think you take from Missy? Uh, I'll say like the playfulness. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just uh, she just overall crazy with the creativeness, but definitely just her her style, just how she has fun with the music. Mm-hmm. I definitely think I pulled that from her. Um. What other artists inspire my style? That's funny you ask because I listen to so much different type of music. Yeah. Like I, I could give you dubstep artists. Um, that I would listen to. Uh, but what do you think? Lie, I probably couldn't give you a five. <laughs> like five artists that you think that form you. You said Missy. That was a good start. I could see that in you. Like so, who else? You know what I'm saying? So Missy, I'll really say um, 
probably Chris Brown too. Okay. Especially because I grew up, you know, listening to him since he, you know, started so young. That's two VA artists. That is two VA artists. Who else? <laughs> I can repeat that. Um, let's see. Who else? Cause you got a Man, lot. Justin, you got Justin, like the turned Justin up. Timberlake. Okay, Justin Timberlake. I can see that also. Like. What do you think you take from him? Um, I would just say like with the layering and everything, it's just kind of like how he does his ad-libs and his backgrounds. Mm. I paid paid attention a lot to that in his music. Mm -hmm, That's Um, dope. Justin Timberlake. Two more. Two more. Okay, two more. We almost there. Two more. Um, Who else? It could be old. It could be. It could be. It could be new. Old. It's, okay, it could be new too. Okay, I was trying to think. That nah, back. nah. Um, they don't have to be old. It could be definitely new. New, I say. I I get a lot of comparisons to like Dage Loaf and uh, like Coy Ray. I said. I said know? when I first heard you, I definitely said Coy Ray. because yeah. just the turned up, you know what I mean, and the cadence in the voice. Yeah, because a lot of people, they don't expect my voice to be that high, but that's what it is. Yeah, that's that turned up right there. So, her and Dave, what do you take from Dave's lows? Uh, I would say even just her as a person, just like her swag, like, I'll, I kind of related to Dave. I don't know if she gay or not, but I always thought she was. <laughs> I think people <laughs> like, did say sister. at first she was, but then she wound up dating, I think, Dirk or whatever. Who was she dating? She was dating oh, somebody. Yeah. So I don't know. After we threw a loop, ain't gonna lie. So I don't know if that was just for show or what. So uh, or marketing. Sometimes they they do that shit for marketing. Right. But oh, I don't even know why I skipped over her Queen Latifah. Oh yeah, you got you gotta rep Queen. That's it right there. I was was very inspired by her. You know, just being a female rapper in general. But she's all around and then right now queen is just doing so much people don't give queen enough i was at the fucking uh where was i at i was at the um the miami heat and wizard game this weekend and um they did a uh they did a uh a, 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 a contest and they had um people that was down by the um people um that um, ran the game they was doing like a trivia and they had grabbed two girls from the, I guess, from the game. It was like an Oriental girl and a black girl. And they asked the black girl, they had a picture of Queen Latifah, and she did not know who Queen Latifah was, yo. Ouch. I could not believe that shit. Like, That's hurtful. <laughs> like, 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 I'm like, what? And then she looked like she was at least in her 30s. I'm like, where the fuck have you been your whole life? Like, you didn't see set it off. You didn't see, you like, like, nothing will like come in your mind and make you know that's queen latifah she did not know who it is so i was like that it's so funny that certain people just do not know certain pioneers nah yeah that is crazy because a lot of and especially think like you know she was in her 30s yeah she definitely was probably like in her 30s like and i i think even if she was like in her 20s she might have seen a a a, a her a set it off or seen a re a rerun or set it off or something like like right. she had the to be like yeah that's Queen Latifah so I ain't never seen somebody not know who Queen Latifah is that was the first time it bugged me out um what do you like and what do you dislike about the music industry Ooh, what I like we we talking current right I mean, talking period, what do you like and what do you dislike? Uh, what I like about the industry, um, especially now, is, you know, it's a lot of light being shined on other genres of music. Like, I, I like how the, um, the, uh, the Afro music. Oh, Afro beats? Yeah, Afro beats is crazy. Yeah. yeah. Because, like, I listen to a lot of artists um, that are, you know, overseas. They might be in the U.K. or or elsewhere. But I just like how a lot more light is being shined on them, at least That's over dope. 
our side, on our side of the pond. You feel me? <laughs> how do you get put on to certain art? It's so much music in the world. So how would you even like zoom in on a, a artist in UK to know that even like who to listen to? Like that's amazing that you said that because it's so much music just in the hip hop world. It's right. a thousand. So my mind don't even allow me to even go out into any other worlds because it's just so much fucking material like so i would have to take a vacation from from hip-hop just to even know what's going on outside right now yeah like i said i've I've always been into a lot of different like cultures you know especially when it comes to music i listen to you know dominican music my cousin Mm -hmm. she's uh one of the people that really put me on to like dominican music but when mm. it comes to like artists that are overseas like in the in the uk and stuff i i, I watch a lot of uh tiny desk okay yeah i rock with the show. tiny desk yeah yeah the, and the color show too like that that put me on to a lot of different artists because i think they are based out out there well the um, tiny desk is in, in, in dc no, yeah, the uh, color show. Oh, the, the color, color show. show. Yeah, I've never seen the color show before. Oh, it's amazing, man. You gotta look it up. It's it's a YouTube series. Okay. Kind of like Tiny Desk. Okay, that's dope. It's been some big yeah. artists. Has been on the color show. Oh, for sure, for sure. It's a bunch of you know a lot of American artists are on there, but they're based out in the UK, I believe, and that's how I discovered a lot of their artists out there. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. That's amazing, right there. That is amazing right there. Yeah. So um so tiny so tiny I gotta I gotta definitely look up look that up right there. Um so what do you like and what do you dislike right now? Right now, currently. What are you not rocking with? I'm gonna go to the dislike because I feel like I can speak on that more. Okay. I dislike the drama. It's it's a lot of drama and like people getting exposed and it's a lot of in my opinion like stupid stuff that's getting glorified. Mm-hmm. You know, or having a spotlight put on it in the in the in at least in the bigger part of the industry cuz man, it's so much Give one so a, give one example. Uh like I mean just you know the stuff they decide they want to post on like the big blog pages and make it trend, like you know, recently oh, oh, like, being exposed. Yeah, that's wild. I was late as yeah, fuck. Like, I was like, like <laughs> I was like, what's the what's going on? Like, but then I listened to the radio today. They was explaining. I was like, yo, that's why they was going crazy. Right. I was like, this yo, crazy. Like, but not even that. Just like beef, the beef. That's like you know, different artists beefing. Now you got the Meg and, and Nikki shit going on right yeah, now. Yeah, and then I think. I think Lotto and Ice Spice. Yeah, they going through. Yeah, they going and through. More times than not, more times than not, I feel like it's not even really a present issue yeah. between artists. But anybody sees something, the, the smallest inconvenience on the internet, they gonna take it and run mm-hmm. with it. And you know, try to make it into a whole big ordeal. That's probably like the major thing I don't like. But certain artists, when certain artists start calling out like names and stuff then it gets out of control because then like and and then even if i heard it was a situation um with with megan's um mom they had to have security around her grave site because like the the bobs was talking about doing something on her on her mom's grave and like now that's ridiculous yeah 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 you i mean you already got taken too far yeah but that's that's just nuts right there like I would go bonkers, like in that situation, if somebody talked about disrespecting my mom's grave or something like that. That's crazy. Yeah. So I don't... Just, a lot of it is just like, so even with the fan community and stuff, a lot of people just maybe trying to spread hate too much or just be saying stuff just to say. But a lot of these fans gotta... think they really these artists' friends, like so. That's yeah. the set. What like it's a lot of diehard fans, like. Like you got the like you got Beyonce's fans and then you got the the Nicki's fans and then you got the, the so so like these fans literally 
will go to fucking jail for this artist. Like, they'll do and something and wind up in jail. That's love. Like, I couldn't shoot. I could, couldn't even imagine. <laughs> like, even just thinking about the people that support me locally right now, like, to even take it there. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, that's, that's a whole nother level. Yeah, like, what? Like, you went and, went and smacked somebody because they said something about me? What? Like, huh? Right. Like, like, that's too crazy right there. So what do so that's what you what you don't like about it? What do you like yeah. about this music industry? I mean, just the opportunity, you know, just just the fact that you can you can sit there and express yourself with some with some melody behind you, and and then it can touch so many people, or you know, affect people in so many ways. And if you 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 got a song that's really big, then you get to spread it on a on a, on a much wider scale. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Just the opportunity that that the industry can provide, you know, I'm a fan of. I mean, I'm sure everybody that's the artist is. That's why they're trying to get there. <laughs> nah, facts, 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 right there. Um, what's your five year goals in this in this industry, Jace? Where you, uh, Jace, Janae? Where you gonna be at in five years? I'm gonna be at. Shoot, I'm hoping to be in the Maldives or something, chilling, relaxing. Oh, you want some island <laughs> shit? <laughs> so five no, years, no tours, no, no, nah, no, no I mean, artists. That's, that's gonna be a part of it. That's gonna be a part of it at some point. But as far as like the music goes, um, five years. Shoot, I hope I hope to be you know one one of the top top artists in this like and it's other things i want to do like not only am i an artist i'm a producer uh, i i hope to get a grammy okay beyond, talk you know, that. some billboards and stuff and from, just from your mouth to god's ears yeah and just and in just any form too like because i'm not gonna say that i don't want to be a famous artist like i want to be known in music in general because mm-hmm. like i song write i produce I, I do a lot of things, so That's I dope. know for sure that I'm making my hands on, you know, some accolades, <laughs> some big accolades in, in any of those categories. Nah, I believe, I definitely believe in you. I definitely believe that you got everything that it takes. So keep keep your sure, energy you. up. Keep your positive energy up, and you definitely have star qualities. Like, I hear a lot of music every day. But then certain music stands out like, damn, this shit could be on the radio right now. And I'm glad I finally stepped up and stepped into the DJ world. So now I motherfucking control. I could play this shit at a party. Like, I'm that nigga now. You know what I'm saying? So it's so good to, trans- like, I transform so many different positions in life. Like, I've been a promoter since 16. I've been a, 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 a head rep to Def Jam and Atlantic Records for like 15 to 20 years. Like, so I've been in this shit for a minute. So just for me to be able to be in charge of running my own station and in charge of um, just putting music out to the world that like, it's not a lot of people that's given like local artists that's all over the world a chance to be heard. So for me to play a position in that, like that's everything right there. Hey, and it's it's appreciated. We need more people like you. That's that's you know creating that that channel, that avenue for that to happen. Cause so the, and it, and it's inspiring just to hear you talk about like you know the up the roles that you that you play. You yeah, know, I never like with with this with this music game. I didn't. It wasn't something that I could go fill out an application and say let um let me become a Def Jam rep like that right. is. It was meant for me. Like I ran into people that was out here at the time. I'm 16 years old, and they just took to me. Like, okay, like you are little homie now. Like I'm in high school. Like everything that we need done, you gonna rock it. We are gonna teach you everything. So when it was time for them to leave and somebody to step up and grab that position, there was nobody else that they could look at except for me and give it to me. Like so. That is, is just the, you built your way up. Is this the blessing of that? Who produced um Lovers Nightmare and Fallen? That's my shit. Lovers so, Nightmare Lover, and Fallen. Who produced them? Lovers Nightmare. Lovers Nightmare is produced by um two producers actually. It's A Lil 
18, or he goes by Argo. Uh, Argo as well, but they're both 757 artists. 757, stand up, Prime, what up? (laughs) Hayes, what up? Um, Shout out Diggs, Hayes, Prime, everybody that's out there. Um, Yeah, two two very dope, very talented producers. I worked with them since I, shoot, stepped into the studio in Virginia. We've been working together, so they put that one together for me for Lover's Nightmare. Um, and I'm gonna be honest with you, Fallen. I cannot think of the dude's name right now. <laughs> yeah, I cannot think of. You need to think of that because that shit might wind up becoming something too. So you need to make sure you got all your or everything in order to you know what I mean. It could be if uh, that so, shit take if that shit take flight. You want to make sure that you could take flight with it. You know what I mean? No, most definitely. I just his name not coming to me right now. But, but whoever you is that did Fallen One Love, you did your thing yeah, on that shit. Shout out to you. <laughs> know what I mean? How, how important yeah. is having a good producer and how important is having to a bit, the ability to produce your own music? Sure. Well, I'll answer having, good, having a good producer first, but um, having a good producer, especially if it's somebody that you can, you know, sit down in the room with and y'all really just putting stuff together that's that's two creative minds you know getting their ideas out it's different when you you rip a beat off of youtube and you get on yeah. it and it kind of it kind of got that that pre-notion feel to it you know what i mean a lot of the, it's like a, a microwave dinner like no nah, i mean ain't nobody cooking yeah like they you just, know what to expect you know yeah. you know what type of flow you you just might hit you take it out you taking it out of the box and heating it up know what i mean but like if yeah. if you in the studio with a producer, you're actually seasoning the shit. You're putting right. the meat. You put, you're, you know what I mean? So yeah, you you're really getting right. Yeah. Y'all making something from scratch, like that's a beautiful thing because the energy is just so it's it's so different. It's so many beats of mine that, especially off my first project, Harmony Road. Um, I yeah, I'm about to say just about every beat on there was cooked up. I mean, either, you know, I was in the room with them or they're like, hey, Jace, I cooked this up, check this out. And, you know, I mean, it's a different type of love. So you had the feedback on on those on those beats. Mm -hmm. That's dope. Yeah. And, you know, I know a lot of producers, they they'll make beats and they they expect, you know, they might not know what exactly to expect, but they gonna know when something's not it on their beat. You know what I mean? No, that's it right there. And it takes it takes um, being able to accept criticism too i think a lot of artists like used to getting beats online so if they ever really go into a studio um with a producer then that's a whole nother they have to get used to taking criticism like so if you've never been in a studio with a, a producer and you're just used to getting beats online and, and rapping off of them and somebody tell you nah I do it this way then you got to be able to understand that he knows what sounds right so you got to be able to right. accept that shit right and even be, being on the other end of that like when I record artists you know currently that's that's you know the type of feedback that I try to give the artists you know when they're recording mm-hmm. as far as like delivery and everything yeah, you trying to you trying to make make them right. So, have you ever ran any artists that wasn't trying to listen to you? Oh, most, most definitely. <laughs> we keep it a we keep it a bean on yeah. my show. We talk about the shit that people yeah. don't talk talk about. So, how do you, as a producer, how do you handle that? Like, like you trying to help them? So, do you just continue and just do it the way they want to do it, or? Or how do you how do you just fall back if you telling them and they not really listening to you? I mean, so it's like it's two ways it could go. So I've had sessions where I'll try to you know suggest something like, "Hey man, try try saying it like this," or take a pause, you know, whatever I'm suggesting. And I've legit like I I could remember this one session specifically dude was like hey you don't tell me how to rap my you know rap my song i'm because mm. i'll stop the music if they deliver it incorrectly so i can tell them tell he's them, like yeah. i'll tell you i'll tell you when to stop i'll tell Damn. you space i was like oh 
okay. And at that point, I fall back. Oh, buddy, this all you. <laughs> Hell yeah. This, this all you. I ain't gonna say nothing else then. That's but, shit um, crazy. I feel like a lot of it is a part of like it's it's a, like an artist development type thing because not only do they got to be able to take criticism, I got to be able to too. So a lot of times, if I'm working with an artist for the first time, I don't really say too much because mm. I'm trying to just catch a feel, catch a feel, catch a vibe of you know what's going on, and then I'll chime in once I get an understanding. But mm. yeah, I've definitely had sessions where you know the feedback wasn't you know. Received Do you think that's an ego or emotions that's involved? Uh, I'd probably say ego. I know yeah. a lot of people, they, they got their way they want to make their stuff. And if you solid on that, then cool. But I like working with people that's open-minded. Open-minded, you know I mean? yeah. Or at least, well, at least attempt it. You know, you try it, okay, maybe that's not it. Because you're not going to know unless you try it. Fact. You know what I mean? Nah, you that's real. You could have unlocked you can unlock a whole nother, a whole nother flow for yourself, a whole yep. nother, open you, a whole nother door. If you listen, cause it, cause you got a, a second pair of ears. If you just going off your ears, you're not right. gonna really truly hear something. So it's always takes, it's always good to have that criticism. So I, I, yeah, that's yeah. fire right there. Would you um rather go major right now or remain independent? If you had a choice. It's a big major bag right now put on the table for you to go major, but they but they not talking everything that you wanna want in that contract, but they they gonna definitely have the machine to put you out globally all over the world because it's a major, or independent and you just gotta pay for everything yourself and just keep on pushing. Which one? I mean, which one would you choose? I mean, I I definitely would want to like you know like to retain my my independence. You know, my independence only because creatively, I know I have a little bit more say so and stuff. But, how, you know, how about if they give you a hundred percent creativity? If they give me a hundred percent, yeah, creativity or or your project. Oh shoot! I mean, I I would want to go major. Only because they, I know they're gonna put the money behind it. Yeah, they got you the, I mean? they got if that could, machine. If I retain, yeah, if I can retain that that creative side to everything, and it ain't no like, it ain't no janky deal. You know what I mean? Not no three sixty. <laughs> then I, I'd have no problem going major. But shoot, I'm rocking independent right now, and it's it's a slow deal. But it's yeah, <laughs> it's a slow. That's the only thing. The the major got that. Back majors could go places that it's kind of hard for an independent person to go, like when right. it's Grammys and all of that. The major labels is the ones who could put you into that mix or whatever. So it's so much shit involved with it. But then now everybody's independent, so it's about. I think anybody can operate independent if they have the budget to do it. Right. You know what I mean? Like if, if you give a, if you give an independent person. A, a million dollars, I think they'll be good. You know what I mean? They can make that happen. You know what I mean? So, some. Yeah, so, if somebody gave you, uh, well, certain, some, some labels might even, they, they do distribution deal. Would you take a distribution deal? Yeah. That, I was actually, I was going to say, I, I recently just read something. I think it was Megan. She just signed a new contract and. You know, obviously. Yeah, she left her old label, her old situation. Yeah, she was. But the new contract is like she said something about her. She still has. She's like independent still, but Warner Music is like backing all of her. Backing, so they they yeah, handle her so, dis distribution then. Yeah, so I'll definitely take the distribution deal. Nah, sure. nah, that's dope. That's dope right there. Um, what's some advice that you could give to upcoming artists? Advice, yeah, some something that advice, you learned down the way, like, uh, along the way, like artist to artist, yeah, artist to artist. You're talking to the artist, okay. so something that you experienced that you might be like, Oh, kind of look into this, or I would uh, this happen to me, something, something right. that you that you uh occurred coming up in the game. Uh, number one advice I'll say is to just stay true to yourself. 
don't ever feel like you gotta act like somebody you're not to make it into this. Cause, and I, I definitely say when I first started, there was a time, like a short time frame, where I was just like, you know, kind of going a little bit outside of my, outside of who I am yeah. to like portray a certain image. And you know, I'd still say to this day, like I'm still tuning my image and I'm what I'm like three and a half years into this so far and it's it's still stuff I'm trying to figure out. So trying to figure out definitely, yeah. Definitely just stay true to yourself and, and be you. I know that's like cliche almost, mm. but just be you. <laughs> nah, that's dope. Um, that's dope. Also also I'd say don't don't be afraid to try new things. I, I feel like a lot of a big thing that I've noticed it's just, you know, a lot of people have to really, you know, to be an artist, you really got to kind of step out your comfort, comfort zone. Yeah. Now nah, that's and facts. When, yeah. When going to these different showcases or, you know, just any type of networking social event, you really got to, you know, push yourself to put yourself out there because, you know, like, like people say, your, your network is your network. Nah. Nah, that's facts. Like I said, a lot of artists, and I talk about this a lot on my show, but a lot of artists, even when it comes down to DJs, I sit, because I've been in the game for so long, and I ran clubs, I ran MPs out here for like damn near 10 years, like as the as the marketing rep over there, and I hosted parties. So I see how artists are coming to club, pop bottles, don't even offer the DJ, don't even offer the host, don't even offer the people that can play your music anything. Don't even go talk to them. Like, so yeah. it's a disconnect between artists and DJs. That's first of all. And I'm speaking to all the artists out there. Learn your DJs. Learn who they are. Like, follow them. Follow them on social media. If you see them out and about, if you know they at a spot, Pull up to that spot early. Don't pull up to it prime time trying to be cool and ask them to play your fucking record. That's dumb shit. It ain't going to happen. They don't know the record. They're not comfortable with playing it while they in the middle of their prime time of their club. So you got to you gotta finagle that shit on, on a level of if you're trying to become somebody's friend in real life. Like, you got to treat it the same way as if you're trying to kick it to a shorty or you trying to kick it to a, you know what I'm saying? Or sure trying to kick it to a nigga or whatever. You know what I'm saying? But you can't think that a DJ owe you anything. And that's one of the things that I, I think a lot of artists deal with. They, they'll go to a club. They got their shit on, whatever they got it on. And, and they don't even know what type of equipment the DJ got. They might have a CD and bring that shit to the DJ. Like, play this. And the nigga don't got CD player or whatever. Or they might have a little hard uh, a flash drive, like put this in. He might not trust your flash drive to, in the middle of his set. Fuck up. Yeah, anything. So I think once artists start like opening their mind and start um really thinking shit out, they'll go further because you gotta really treat treat this shit right. Like you can't go and then a DJ don't play and then cuss them out. Nigga, you done. You just cuss the yeah, DJ out, so it ain't no coming back from that. You know what I mean? Because what they don't that's, understand... That's one of the things I don't really like. Uh, I'm not too, like, fond of or appreciative. Yeah. Like, when people will start talking down on somebody just because, you know, they think that they doing them wrong. Because yeah. I've witnessed in real life, like, you know, someone trying to be a part of an event or whatever and then they go to social media and start bashing them because uh, they didn't give them a chance that time and then you know they didn't burn now they didn't burn the bridge now right. they didn't burn the bridge and they not thinking about i right, i'm i'm feeling a certain way about this person but this person been in the game for mad years and his relationship is way stronger or her relationship is way stronger so now the little followers or the little friends that that individual think they got and they think they're hurting that person's name, that person has done so many, so much and people rock with that person. So now nothing that you say is hurting that person is just hurting you. <laughs> like, 
And people need That's to understand right. that. Yeah, it's going to wind up hurting you because if a person been solid for 20 years, even if they rub you the wrong way and made, you know what I'm saying, made a mistake or, or whatever, you looked at it as they rubbing you the wrong way. If you speak out to that person, people are going to go off of what they know. I've been knowing this guy for 15 years. He always cheating me. I've been going him for 10, 15, 20 years. So now those people are not going to listen to you. They're going to be like, I've known this person forever. So whatever you're saying to try to um, the play, the downgrade his name, like, I don't believe it. You know what I mean? So now you didn't lost. Those people might have positions that can help you. Now they not even rocking with you because they don't even believe what you said about the other person. <laughs> so it's like a chain reaction that you wind up getting. Bridges wind up getting burnt, and you don't even know it started with one person. Now it's 15, 20 people that don't fuck with you. Or for one situation, so you don't even know. So, yeah, so you got to watch how you talk to certain people and watch the the, the, the bridges you burn. Like, relationship yeah. over everything. Relationship will take you further. Relationship and marketing will take you further than talent any day. You know what I mean? Yeah, any day. So, all my artists that's listening to the show, like, watch that. Watch how you treat people. Watch how you treat cats that that's tastemakers and and watch how you treat the program directors and you never know who is who like you could cuss out a dj and you never, and you never know who's gonna become who uh, facts facts you never know who's <laughs> gonna become who like and you know like i say it'd be situation you might cuss a dj out and his brother is the program director at the station you try to get your music played at <laughs> like, and you didn't even know so now it's like oh wow i can't never get nah you remember when you cussed out that dj in that club last year oh yeah his brother's the one who's in in charge of playing the music now you looking like oh man like so yeah you gotta watch how you move what can your fans expect an ep album or a mixtape we need that Shoot, honestly, they about to get one in a couple of weeks. Okay, say less. Yeah, it's a couple. I got some. Shout it uh, out. Shit, this is all over the world right here. Tell people what's the name, what's the title, what are we doing? Right, so it's called Two, Side, Two Sided Love. Two Sided Love. And uh, I've been, I've, I've had a couple of songs that I've been sitting on that, you know, I've been wanting to get out. But I have some recent stuff that I've been doing. <clears throat> and it's supposed to like you know kind of showcase you know the two sides of love the good the bad the ugly the happy the sad okay. you know what I mean so so you're gonna be in the studio all kind of emotions going out tears and sure. everything <laughs> you gotta bring the Kleenex to this because you about to release all kind of emotions and shit I know that's crazy yeah, so that's, that's coming, so. nah that's dope I can't wait to hear it I know that shit's gonna be fire. Make sure y'all tap in. So, what's the name of the title again? Two Sided Love. Two Sided Love. So, if y'all listening to this show, she said this is happening in a couple of months? Uh, no, in a couple of weeks. Oh, you ain't playing, playing. Like, okay. So, make sure y'all oh, yeah. sure get ready for this project coming. Like, she got... Is these singles on it on this project? These two uh, records? Fallen's gonna be on, Fallen's gonna join it. Yeah, Fallen definitely has to be up there. That's dope. That's fire. Yeah, Fallen's right definitely gonna join it. And then um I mundane might make it on there. My my single mundane might make it. Okay. That's on the iffy side. But okay. Nah, that's fire. Like I'm looking forward it's to all, it. It's all this all new music. How all many fresh. it's an EP? Yeah, it's gonna be an EP. It's about so like if eight. Mundane, if Mundane makes it on there, it's gonna be about eight songs. Okay. Not, it's gonna be like seven. All right, that's dope. Um, what can your music benefit to the music industry? What do you think your music's gonna? Um, how can it benefit the, to the music industry? How can my music benefit the yeah. music industry? Yeah. Yep. Um. I definitely say a new sound, but a familiar sound. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I've been compared to some some artists, but yeah. it's definitely something new to the ears. 
and definitely just a whole new side of creativeness. Fun and party, um, party tracks, yeah. a lot of fun and party tracks. Yeah, fun and party, and then, like, I got a whole other side that I show, too. Like, my, so a lot of my music is, is, is a lot of personal okay. messages, I guess you could say. So, just some real stuff. I know it's a lot of... A lot of people say it's a lot of fake in the industry, so I got some real. Nah, we something, need that. Real we need that real. If you had a chance to make a hybrid album with a major producer and a major artist, who would the major producer be, and who would the major artist be? They're gonna do a whole project with you. Anybody in the world. So, am, am I on this project too, or am I? Yeah, yeah, it's your project. Okay, okay. Yeah. They just come in. They come into the studio to make a whole project with you. Any producer, any artist. So any producer. Yeah, what's the producer and what's the artist? Man, big big time producer is is my dream to work with Timberland. Okay, I've always been a Timberland fan. So Tim is the producer. Yeah, Tim's the producer. And who's the artist? Artist. Oof. I'll probably have to say I don't I don't wanna go with Koi because that's like a given. That's that's gonna happen. Yeah, because <laughs> it'll be it'll be too much cause y'all are too similar. It probably I would think somebody right. more out. No, yeah, someone that's definitely on another I would definitely wanna work with somebody that's like on a whole nother. What you thinking? R and B rap? Definitely R&B. Okay. I'll probably go with um, probably Brent Fires. Oh, that's crazy. That's you... probably going to be a, a crazy combination. Yeah, I can't even... Yo, my brain is trying to imagine that. Off of the records that you heard, it, it, most of his stuff is kind of like a, a, a slow tempo like i haven't really never heard none of his up tempo or fast records most of his stuff I, I heard was is pretty much slow no yeah but i that's that's my thing so this two-sided love project i've yet to release a lot of like my slower tempo songs okay so i feel like me and him could make something yeah crazy. that'd but be crazy right there with tempo's beat if, if, yeah if i if i had to pick a different artist i'd probably pick nino Okay, I'm not familiar with him. Where yeah, is he? You know, he's a he's a he's an industry artist. He's they uh he's from St. Louis. Okay. He's pretty big. His style is crazy. So that that would definitely probably be my number one pick. You know. Yeah, I gotta definitely check him out. You got me interested in hearing him. Know what I mean? gonna love it. <laughs> That's You're dope. Love That's it. dope. He he's he's been out for a while. Uh yeah. Uh, I, I can't pinpoint what year. Like, he really popped, but he's been out for a little minute. Mm, that's dope. Yeah, I definitely got to check him out. Um, shit, give your shout-outs to all your people, social media, booking. Give your peoples where they can follow you at. Okay, y'all can follow me on every platform at Jace Janae. That's J-A-Y-C-E-J-A-N-A-E. Um, you know, big shout-out to VA. Shout-out to Biggs, Prime, Hayes, Baby Swerve. Man, Lil, Mouye, all the people out there, people I started my journey with, and definitely shout out to the people I'm rocking with now out here in Missouri. Uh, shout out to my group, JTP, you know, Tyree and Poby, we, we, we kicking them vibes out, y'all don't even know. We got some crazy stuff coming, and shout out to my mom and my dad for always supporting me and nah, believing in me, and, you know, pushing me to, to just, you know, keep doing what I'm doing. Um, and yeah, shout out to my girlfriend Kiki. She's always, you know, supporting me as well. And then huge shout out to everybody that's currently listening to my music now and, you know, the people that's to come. Nah, that was dope. That was dope. Salute to you. Salute to you Thank for taking you. being on my show. Nah, it's only getting bigger. Like I said, I'm gonna have to take that trip to Missouri when you got like a big show or something out there. You gotta get me okay. to come out there. And I'm also a DJ, a travel DJ. So when you need that DJ to hit the road with you, like okay. holler, holler at your boy. You know what I mean? Okay, 
so, so yeah, we definitely about to get it real active out here. But my homie, my homie, my homegirl, Jace Janae, I appreciate you for taking out your time and put and being so talented and rocking with me on Promo Kings Radio Worldwide. And we signing out this piece. Yeah. Peace. I'ma holler at you. Why? What up, what up? It's DJ Drewski, Hot 97, the movement, heavy hitter DJs, and you are now rocking with Trey Styles on Promo Kings Radio Podcast, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and all major platforms. You know the vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This your boy, Drummer Boy, aka D-Boy Fresh, and you rocking with me and my dog, Trey Styles, right here on Promo Kings Radio Podcast on iHeartRadio. We beneficial. Hey, yeah, boy. What up, it's your boy DJ EFM, one half of the Drink Champs, Crazy Hill Productions and all that. And right now you rock with my boy Trey Styles on Promo Kings Radio Podcast on iHeartRadio and all major platforms. Let's go. Yo, 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 ladies and gentlemen, this is Cypher Sounds, very famous in New York City. You know what it is. Listen to me. Listen to me good. I'm rocking right now with my boy Trey Styles on the Promo Kings radio podcast. It's like a radio show, but on a podcast. Or it's like a podcast, but on the radio. Whichever way you listen to it, I don't care. Just know it's on iHeartRadio and all major platforms, okay? All the minor platforms, all the semi-decent platforms, and all the great platforms. Because that's what Trey Styles does. Promo Kings Radio Podcast. Cypher Sounds, and I'm out. No, I'm not out, because there's nowhere to go. It's Corona. Yuck. Check out Promo King Radio Podcast, hosted by Trey Styles on iHeartRadio. Promo King Podcast will give you the hottest music, industry interviews, and music from artists all over the world. For more info, hit up Trey Styles at Thank Trey or call 757 581 5706. Promo Kings Radio Podcast on all major platforms.